0: Any pilots visiting the orbital, please ensure that you have been to the infirmary. This
1: is a public announcement. You are cordially invited to join us in a rousing rendition of Kumbaya two, three, four. Kumbaya, my lord, kumbaya. Kumbaya, my lord, kumbaya. Kumbaya, my lord, kumbaya.
0: Oh, lord, kumbaya. It's Patch
2: Day here at Hutton. For the rest of the galaxy, that was Tuesday, but things take a bit longer to reach us out here at Proxima Centauri. For those who are new to station living, Patch Day is when the maintenance teams and inhabitants of the station all work together to find and repair any leaks or breaches in the hull. The techs use airflow meters to identify leaks, but the amateurs have their own methods. Some swear their granny's old antimacassar will start flapping at the slightest notion of a leak. Others will deploy a moistened finger or a sheet of tissue paper on a stick. Station management have had to impose some restrictions for safety reasons. Primary school students aren't allowed to participate anymore. Not after the little Johnny Cartwright incident. Johnny got too close to a hull leak on a field trip and was partially extruded. Little Johnny is <laughs> Little Johnny is eight foot nine and three quarters now, but he goes to bug school, the big school, after the holidays, so he'll be fine. Using a candle flame to find airflows is banned after boss eyed Brenda tried using one to find leaks in the big toilet block on B deck. The resulting backdraft fired her through the swing doors, straight across the walkway, and into a display of Bridies and twentieth century aerials on complicated Simon's pie stall. Don't ask it's complicated. Loose knockers almost got sucked off round the back of Wonders one time. For now the shouting, banging, swearing, and occasional desperate screams have all quietened. Everyone has taken a break <clears throat> to listen to the news. At eight thirty PM ish on the dot, the big speakers crackle to life and a voice with a slightly federal accent drawls,
3: Oh no, not these assholes. Welcome to Hutton Orbital. I recommend spending no time here at all.
2: Welcome to Hutton News Live. I'm Rudolf Hucker, and I've glued a vac patch over one eye so I look like a pirate. Yar.
4: I'm Wilma Fingadoo, and I've been using a tiny windsock to find draughts. Funny thing is, I can't get an accurate reading when Juan's in the room.
5: I'm Sandy L Crevice, and I'm sewing a patch onto my jeans. Ooh, maybe I should have taken them off first.
1: I'm Mia Harkness, and I have been checking
6: for leaks all along the skirting boards and under the furniture. I'm Hwankair and I'm too busy dealing with my own emergency venting situation to patch anything.
7: I'm Norma Snockers and I've spent the day welding patches onto the hull in the upper rotunda. Right I've run out now so I'll be making some more during the shore. It's not easy knitting with steel wool, you know.
2: Ah! No, oh, I've managed to stick my hand over the other eye. I'll get it off later with this, this letter opener. Oh, Ow! I've got red on me. Um, Oh, cut to the headlines.
4: We've got our eye on the upgrades.
1: Little labelling problem strikes reinforcements.
5: This week's Too Hot Too Messy update.
7: California quaking and shaking, connected to the Thargoids.
2: Atrus brings us the latest from the battlefront.
6: And I'm peeking under the table at the mess left by Hutton.
4: are reports coming into the orbital that there have been sig- some significant upgrades in the last week. No, we don't mean the Grade 3 corset that helps hold up an additional Thargoid weapon, giving it a little lift and a lot of shoving and pushing in the right direction. Nor do we mean the Anti-Xeno Scanner, which has gone from, stick it up a Thargoid to get a good reading, to, this Thargoid is very small. That Thargoid is very far away. Though that's jolly helpful, as with the Enhanced Gimbaled Anti-Xeno Guns, you can now close your eyes, pull the trigger, and your handy shipboard computer will do the proverbial do. Nor do we even mean the Class 5 corset, the burlesque edition, that lifts and squidges two extra-mighty weapons in the direction of oncoming Thargoids in the hope of destroying them, slash distracting them. Delete as appropriate. We mean the good old-fashioned Mark 1 Eyeball. That invaluable tool that most pilots have. Well, some only have one, with the other covered by a patch, making you know, matching their wooden leg, hook hand and propensity to say yar a lot. It has been upgraded to the Mark 1.1 eyeball. Since the earliest days of the current evolution of the Pilots' Federation, members have relied upon this trusty piece of head-mounted equipment to guide them throughout the galaxy. Before the advent of the current uber-scanner for systems which allow you to honk even the biggest collections of rock, ice and burning at gas, plus maybe the odd singularity, even using some form of gravitational lensing and galactic signal ping-pong to see planets hiding behind stars and moon-moons hiding behind moons that are hiding behind rings that surround planets hiding behind stars. Commanders had to explore systems at speed using the good old trusty eyeball to spot stars that were moving a little as you passed them. The Parallax Method of Exploration. Fast forward a few years, and hunting Thargoid ruins, Guardian ruins, and planetary POIs became a job for the most eagle-eyed even this was surpassed by technology with the new DSS and FSS supplanting the need to look carefully. The technology has left humanity, um, until this week, with a blind spot. Cunningly cunningly enough cunningly enough, it's just the same size and shape as a Thargoid. You can tell it's there as your hull is going down. You can tell it's there as there's a warm a swarm attempting to chop you into little bits. You can tell it's there as that noise happens then everything goes dark and there's probing and screaming and running and not necessarily in that order but we couldn't see the thargoid staring at us in the cockpit thankfully thanks to a concerted campaign by medical practitioners and professionals throughout the galaxy everyone's had a sharp thing stuck in their eyeball and once again the oncoming doom can be seen in all its gory gr- green glory. As a side effect, commanders are reporting that the galaxy is looking quite splendid these days.
1: The Pilots' Federation scrambled to cover a blunder in the last few days, with their teams liaising on a daily basis with technical crews working on the class 5 anti-xeno Mega Megaship captains who can't read dates properly accidentally put them on sale early throughout the galaxy well before the PF's communication team had time to properly craft a press release. Garner the correct quotes from the right engineers, and allow the various powers to do some chest thumping about how awesome they were. Needless to say, the Grade 5 Belt and braces equipment that lets you put two more anti-xeno weapons on your ship, yes, that includes Guardian ones as well as the stock AX Pew was released, went on general sale. And commanders are already reaping the benefits, giving Thargoid ships a jolly good licking. Courtesy of a full rig of shard cannons and a lot of heat sinks, or even multi specking for fly swats and slippers whacking on both the little Thargoids and their bigger cousins. This comes at a price, however, as someone forgot to tick the box marked this equipment is suitable for military use. Instead, it's been categorised as a shipboard entertainment system. The galactic equivalent of being labelled as an arcade machine for the restroom that plays Space Invaders. As such, pilots are up in arms that the arm last as arms, or arms for arms, to be more precise, and can't be fitted to the military slots in the various ships out there. There is a petition to relabel the buttressing for AX weapons as military hardware, but at the moment. Let's start between listing it as a food blender or a talkie toaster.
5: Too Hot Too Messy has now been going for 26 weeks. That's six months or half a year in old money. This week we passed 52,000 mug deliveries, but it has been yet another lean week, with average deliveries down below 1,300 for five weeks in a row. Haven't you lot learned that in space you can hear the flower people scream? Three new commanders joined the effort this week, taking the number to 277 participants, representing 91 squadrons. Welcome to the challenge. Hunton has the largest contingent, with 74 pilots who have delivered over 23,000 mugs and gin, which is less than half the total, so thanks go to all the other squadrons taking part. The Winged Hussars are still in second with over two and a half thousand muggings, but they are being caught by the Buckyball Racing Club in third with over 2,200 deliveries. The Paladins are still in fourth, the Undead are in fifth, and the Bear Pit are in sixth. Commander Chicks is still leading the deliveries table with over 5,400 mugs delivered in six months. Some say that his fleet carrier is running low on mugs. Waller 81 is second with over 4,700, ahead of NEMB in third with almost 3,500. Shea Blackwood has moved into fourth with over 2,100, ahead of Infinite Dreamer in fifth with almost 1,900. No new commanders have joined the 1000 Club this week. The membership is still numbering eight. Of course, we know all this because it's tracked by the marvel that is the Hutton Helper, and updated live on the Too Hot Too Messy event page at hot.furthermug.com. Slash hot mess too. Also, the helper is now fully updated and supports both full-fat Thargoid and Light versions of the game. So however you play, your Hutton Rares contribution will be recognised automatically. Apart from the mere glory alone, there is an additional incentive in the form of a chance to win a real-world, Velcro-free, mods-preventing Hutton mug. Any commander that delivers 10 mugs and gin in the coming week will be entered in the, in the draw next week to win a real Hutton mug. Unless, of course, you already have one, in which case you'll have already been immunised against mods. 24 lucky commanders have accomplished this so far. You can see the little golden mug next to their names in the top commander's table, and keep listening for this week's winner to be announced in the banter bit after the news. If you had delivered 10 mugs in gin a week, in every week since the start six months ago, you'd have racked up 260 deliveries next to your commander name. And if you haven't, why not? In order to join in the fun, you'll need to sign up by downloading the and Helper from hot.foothermug.com slash download, and then your mug and gin deliveries will be automatically registered for you by Antarius's genetically altered, multi-flavoured, bionic hamsters.
3: Probe me, please.
7: Galactic Tech Experts Hybrid Control Systems, also known as HCS, are denying any correlation between their recent trip to the california nebula and recent information that humanity has engaged dargoid life out there in pitched battles commander van Tion, who accompanied them out to the nebula reported that there was a large movement whilst he was out there measuring on the galactic Richter scale and causing mugs to fall from tables the ship to groan a little and his good night's sleep to be disturbed But other than the usual skullduggery by wandering and very lost pirates, everything was calm for their trip. Shipboard AI system, which was being tested in advance of an upgrade, ELI appears to have sustained only minor damage affecting his speech circuits, which appear to have got themselves stuck on profane mode. What a crock of shit! (laughs) Whilst browsing through the shipboard commander, Codex, the ship oh, Whilst browsing through the shipboard commander's codex, Eli got stuck on the entry labelled LCU and appears to have chosen some rather ripe language to replace that which is normally in the codex.
3: LCU? Why would anyone clone him? One's bad enough, but a whole ship full of them? Fuck that! <laughs>
7: Of course, this has nothing to do with Thargoids being seen in the area and Commanders rushing to engage them, but there's more on this story with Commander Flossy later in the broadcast.
8: Good evening, trackers! This is a rather broken Atrus 5060, reporting in with this week's updates on the Thargoid War. It's been a tough week for Hackswing, even with the new guns, but a good week for the other squadrons in the effort to push back the Thargoids. It's been exactly two months and four days since this war, because feels like longer, you know, truckers. In that time, we've seen both victories, yay, and defeats, boo, with ruthless calculus, I hate calculus, applied to give humanity a fighting chance against the alien invaders. Weariness and a sore throat is starting to set in amongst the fighters, but they press on to keep the Thargoids out of the central bubble. This week humanity's all victories in hip two oh eight nine nine, hip two three seven one six, hip two double O one nine, Garonxians that says like a game to me. Dow two Banana Kipo, Banana, banana, banana keepo, Banana keepo, Heidi Sector ZZ-O, or is it Zero, B6-6, then eight five Sector JW-M, C7-18, oh, and Jing. For Hackswing, we were determined to help bring another victory for the embattled groups near the Joe Maelstrom by defending De Surinbin from the Thargoid Invasion. It wasn't the easiest system to defend due to the long distance out to the attack stations. Of course, which to a trucker, this is nothing compared to our journey to Hutton. The expected reinforcements we were hoping to receive from the other squadrons didn't bother turning up, as we'd hoped they would, but Hackswing stood their ground and we should be rightly proud of the effort we put in. Congressus Tenebrous and the other groups in the area have thanked us for our valiant effort and sent flowers. Several Haxwing pilots have truly distinguished themselves in this past week in the battle for Dersirinbin. I'd like to congratulate Commanders Metal Dragon, Azrafael, and Accurate Idiot for destroying 309, 243 and 188 Thargoids. That's how many, not their number designation, respectively. For their amazing work evacuating civilians from Dusserinbin, Commander's Groove Champion, Afrothors and Dog's Body D, have earned my praise for moving 3,181, 2,891 and 2,672 civilians, respectively, to safety. You've done both Swing and the Mug proud. While Thog the Mighty may have bloodied our nose this last cycle, we're not out of the fight yet. Your orders for this week, Hackswing, will be to assist the AXI, or is it Axie, in clearing the following systems. you got your pen ready, POOTAS, HIP26688, and hip four nine one. Actually, that's quite a short list this week. Details on where to go and what you can do can be found in the Hackswing briefing that was broadcast earlier today. Remember the fallen indesirin bin trackers? We will return to the cocky joe maelstrom in due time to avenge our loss and maybe theirs. But for now, let's get out there and continue the good fight to protect humanity for the mug.
6: It was a notable week in Hutton's space, if only for the lack of notable events. Only three systems are getting themselves noticed for the wrong reasons, you-know-where is nowhere to be found, and there is still no war in Avic. More on those stories coming up. Ross671 has maintained its grip on the bottom spot for a second week, but has managed to put on a whole point, elevating it to 34. Joining Ross671 on 34 is Epsilon Indy, which was suffering from an outbreak of mods which was relieved in the last couple of days. Well done to those commanders who shipped in meds at a daft profit and capitalized on the misery of the population. The third and last of this week's delinquents is Stein2051 suffering a steady decline since the start of the year. An election is tying up a quarter of the influence so whilst things aren't desperate it's worth keeping an eye on this system early next week to give it a boost when the election competition of who can tell the biggest lie and get away with it is over. Last week's two wars in Wolf 25 have caused medical services to deteriorate to the point where an outbreak has well broken out ship medical supplies into the large pads at bonkers. It has also spread to LP525-39 as runny-noses, rasping coughs and a nasty rash and a strange itching between the toes announce that an outbreak is imminent. What's that? I haven't mentioned Barnard's star and its woes? Well I have no need as it's sitting on 40% and has not come to Alvi's notice this week. Thard really has changed the galaxy. The infrastructure failure in Wolf 1481 was relieved quickly but now Y0855-0714 is in need of water purifiers and power generators as an infrastructure failure has knocked out the systems in Yamazaki Landing. At the overachieving end of the Hutton systems table we have four systems above 60% and the hag hole is fit to burst yet again. Who knows which dump of a system we will add to our sphere of influence this time in the name of progress. Is Snuggles ever going to get his delayed late 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 boss replacement service Christmas present? Are, or, or, or are all the couriers still on strike? Priorities this week are, if you want to truck something, boost Ross 671 and Epsilon Indy. Ship water purifiers and power generators into WISE 0855-0714 to relieve the infrastructure failure. And ship medical supplies into WOLF 25 and LP 525-39 to relieve the outbreaks.
3: Hutton Orbital Radio, broadcasting from a system near Seoul. Is that our Seoul?
2: Hello, hello, and well, welcome back, everybody. It's another Thursday. It's us. We, we're here. We have.
6: We haven't been. Anywhere. Yay. Well, yeah, 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 we have, we've we've been just you have. No, you have. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Welcome back.
2: Yeah, you have. I I might welcome have been. Back. Yes. Yeah. Welcome back. Welcome back. Anyway, well, yes, for the for the eagle-eared out there, you may have heard that we are joined in the studio this evening by the Litho Breaker. Good evening. Hello. By the Flossie. Hello. By Commander Chicks's moustache. Good evening. By a little bit of the apology officer.
5: Hello.
2: By Amelia.
0: Hello.
2: And and we we did have a few specials from um, yes a, a guest AI on board the radio station this week for reasons, but uh, yes that is yes, Eli, um, who hey, who we reasons. yeah. Well, we did. I mean, you listen to the news. We did go out to California. There was an earthquake. It's got nothing to do with what Flossie's going to be telling you later. And we we did get to meet, um, you know, Mr. DeLazzi, um Ooh. and and sit and have some special special lines recorded. <laughs> you know, he's, he gives
3: advice to some of the people tuning in at the moment. Any like, pilots visiting the orbital, please ensure that you have been to the infirmary.
2: Well, I should have paid attention to that one because I've also, as you can probably tell, got a little bit of a cold this evening. But, um, yeah, so he's, he's joining us on the show. And I do understand he'll be joining in randomly throughout the show. Um, so just... <laughs> be be on guard just in case he, he pipes up occasionally, but for the time being, I think he's going to be quiet while we do the,
3: the next bit. I'm slipping into an AI coma. If there were ever such a thing, I do hope so. Right, that's good.
2: Um, so uh, what what did I miss while I was away? What um was there a Frontier live stream?
6: There was last week.
2: Yeah, but you but talked about that week. one last oh. week.
6: Hmm. Yeah, there did. wasn't one this week.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But, well, there, um, there was a different reed, kind of space live, live stream. Mm. Didn't they go to Mars or something? That bit we can't visit mm. this week. Weren't they off to Mars with a little teddy bear in tow, I think, today? Or did I dream that well, bit?
7: It wasn't on today.
2: Uh, it wasn't on today.
6: I thought that was I think today. you need to lay off the mushrooms.
2: Oh, right. All yeah. oh, the onion they, heads
7: they've, they've shifted forward a week because they had to miss one week, so...
2: No, I was talking about the Deliver Us Mars debris. Oh, right. That was launched this week. Oh, no. oh I think. Oh. Yeah, you know, the pink wafer is that, is that and Arthur get to go and play on Mars when we can't because you can't land there.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah.
2: With a little teddy bear. Yes. Yeah. yeah, but hmm. it's only a game. Yeah, well, we might install it in the, the Hutton Games room uh, at, at some point. It does look like good work,
1: though. Mm. I saw somebody, somebody was streaming that earlier tonight, I saw that, and it was one of the streamers was doing it, uh, and they were in some kind of shuttle pod thing, it was a maglev rail thing or whatever, and they were going along, and suddenly they get a, there was a, a, the glass get shattered as if it was a, a rifle bullet or something like that had hit it.
2: Oh yeah, but yes. um, I had no
1: idea what was going on, but that
2: I noticed that. Yeah, well, Deliver Us Mars, which I think is the the second game. It's from the Frontier Foundry, isn't it? Um, it's the second one produced by the guys that developed it. Deliver Us Mars being the sequel to the previous one, which was I don't know, Deliver Us Pizza or you know, Deliver Us Some Dinner. But um, yeah, it it looks like an incredible piece of work, and it's it's published under the Frontier Foundry um, label. So it's not developed by them, but it's published by them. So the the CM team get to do their their thing. So, in, but in hmm? in game okay. genres,
6: what what? How would you describe it?
2: Well, it's spacey. sort of spacey.
6: Yes. So, so it's a simulation.
2: Um, no, it's more story based.
6: Okay. So it, it's no an adventure.
1: It's it, it's an adventure. Right. Okay. Yeah, you've got to. They seem to be first person, but I could be wrong.
2: Yeah, recover some colony ships that, you know, went to Mars and. um, Yeah, they they were stolen by the the mysterious Outward. Anyway, 10 years after the Fortuna mission, humanity is closer than ever to extinction. Well, we seem to do that regularly. It seems to be once a week, we we seem to be doing that. We're good at that, aren't we? But yes, we have to join the Zephyr and its crew as they journey to the Red Planet and recover the Ark colony ships stolen by the Mysterious Outward and with them, ensure the survival of the human race for another week. Yep, there you go.
6: Mm.
2: A bold new mission, apparently.
6: So they're delivering
2: Mars
5: and we're delivering mugs.
6: Yes, we win. We have, there's another live stream tomorrow, actually. Tomorrow afternoon. They've got this game um, about the Great War, the First World War. So I think Arthur and Bruce are doing oh. that tomorrow
2: Yes, they seem Friday, to be doing.
6: Two p.m. I think
2: all sorts of goodies going to be installed in the Hutton Games Room, and uh, you know, best of luck to the entire team out there at uh, Frontier and also their associated development uh, partners.
6: I, oh, I'm just horrified that Arf hasn't devoted his life to Elite Dangerous. I'm just so gutted. I think they let him out yeah. the cupboard occasionally. Mm. You should never let him out the
1: cupboard for any
6: reason.
2: Yep. Um, well, do we do we want to talk about what has been going on this week, or should we look at Chicks's ASP?
6: At my asp, if you like, we can look at your asp. So, yeah. if, if I turn, it has got a asp nice hang. Yeah, is it, it is, the cords it that set set it off very? Uh,
0: is it oh, right? to
2: be that Oh, we can't look at we can't look at your asp because the asp is so last week's news. Well, so, why don't you tell us about how Cully Cully well,
6: delivered your asp? <laughs> well, he hasn't delivered it yet because it hasn't arrived. But uh, so, what's he, going on? What's going on? So, to
5: so he handed me. you your asp.
6: Yes, on a plate. Um, so Cully is. Commander Cully is a model maker, and what he has undertaken to do for the whole of 3309 on a on a monthly basis is offer up one of his model creations, and he's doing a whole series of ships from Elite Dangerous, one per month, and all you have to do to, uh, to be in the draw for said model is donate £5 pounds to Cully's Just Giving page, and all the, the money goes mm-hmm. to the usual usual charities special effect um is it hearing dogs as well yes i think yeah, so okay so i think yeah i charity. think you
2: choose when you donate um, which of the charities if you have a preference they would go to yep yeah.
6: so oh, I, yeah. I i i bung five quid in and and uh, and won myself an ass so i can quit now that's it i've done I've so five. is that is that <laughs> it you, everybody
2: puts in five quid and then he picks one out of the hat and the rest goes to char- Yeah, it all goes charity well, well
6: i then couldn't swear that a hat is involved but uh, yes he selects one mm. random apparently or well, maybe just a virtual sure hat. hat it may be an e hat i E-hat. don't really understand that myself but there you go anyway it's, a, it's an asp and it's uh, it's in jim probably knows best but it's in the original lake on color scheme you know, Like where they would have it in the showroom with lake on plastered all over it. It's uh, sort of a
1: oh no, that's that's
6: new, that's a sort new... of an olivey green. I thought it was a, an old thing, anyway. It no, very nice. that, it's that's it's about that's, uh... six inches, he says. It's uh, but you know, oh, men's gras- I was supposed to be, be, uh, ah, be, well, wow, wow that's that's huge. huge. You know, men's graphs of dimensions are somewhat um, <laughs> right.
2: Um so yeah, so that, that there there was the Asp, and he's doing he's doing one a month, isn't he, for a for a while.
6: Yes. Yeah, next yes. month. So in February he's, he's produced a quite a large actually model you can see on the screen there of a surface reconnaissance vehicle. And yes. to give you a sense of scale, this thing is about bigger the, than a banana. Yes. Only well, on a banana would probably fit alongside the two back wheels there because well, it's been it's a Tesco banana, not a Spencer's on, obviously, but Tesco bananas are the the standard banana. So that's about six inches by six by nine by that sort of... It's about, you know... Big. 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 Yes. Nearly as big as the real thing. Well, it depends what size you're looking
2: at it on. It's it's, it's much more Lego... uh, Sorry, it's much more um, Star Wars figure scale than it is Lego figure scale, I think is what we're saying, isn't it?
6: I'm no expert. But he says it's it's all... uh, created in resin, and this one apparently is an, is an awful lot of parts that he has then to uh, to assemble. It is. Well, look, yeah, we, we
2: do have a link um, to the um, donation bit of it. If you want to chuck, basically, chuck money in the charity tin. Everybody who's generous to charity, he, he picks a winner, and then he sends that out, then he does another one. 23rd of March is the deadline for it. Cully is a master of creating these little models. I, I know I have chucked mm. in five pounds.
1: I've just seen Cully. Uh, somebody comment about Cully at LeafCon. So was it him? Was it him that was selling over the, the model ships and yes, all that kind was. of thing? Yeah, know, from... I, I oh, get oh the... I get the Witch King of Angmar from there.
6: Yeah, I got the. I Russian was Enti. fortunate enough to, to bring never, the, the Rossinetti that needed
2: a whole new shelf in your house. Uh,
6: well, it, it needed a whole new stand after I broke it. Um, <gasps> but
2: the no. shelf was already there. Oh dear. <laughs> <laughs>
1: The Witch King survived his journey to Scotland, although managed to take a couple of, did manage to get a uh, dish it a couple of injuries on the way. A couple of people
6: get stabbed with sword. Well he was lying in a in and a went, bed of ah! tissue paper when I saw him, the Witch King. <laughs> well
1: if you stick a... it tissue paper. Tissue paper was wrapped in bubble wrap or well, something. Then air. the bubble wrap it's quite well was protected. put up in the Yeah, you know the wee overhead compartment in the van? It was up there and he stayed up there all the way to Glasgow and he survived. But he did manage to stab a couple of people who handled him.
5: Uh, <laughs> well, to, to be so fair, he them it's, with no the sur- it's no surprise that he survived. I mean, he can't be slain by any man.
1: No. No. No man, yeah. no. Man. Right, in which case, no he's
2: he, he's doomed when, when Flossie gets there.
1: That's, yeah, you have to keep Flossy, <laughs> yeah, you have to keep Flossie away <laughs> yeah. from him. Ow! Yeah. Uh,
2: but It was um, good, yeah. I'm just fantastic
6: Nobody has. I'm gonna put the uh, the link to Cully's charity. Oh, page yeah, in please. The uh, I don't think anybody's done it yet, but there it is. It's uh, it's a just giving page, and uh, you can sort of read sort of terms and conditions,
2: anyway. Yes, so if you want to give charity, great way to do it, and you never know, you might end up with a Cool piece of stuff at the end of it. Uh, thank you very much I for posting the link. It, there,
1: just, how cool is that? It, I just,
2: that is, that is it's, it's very, it, cool. it's very cool. It's very cool. We're going to need yeah. a bigger shelf. Uh, yes, <laughs> it, it, it <laughs> needs a motor and sound effects. A bit like that, that giant fleet carrier that 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 uh, person made. The other, the other month, with all the See, sounds he, and buttons and I, yeah.
6: I'm wondering is how we've got the uh, the scarab. Are we going to get the scorpion? I'm not. Tempted, Ooh. Tempted. Well, that's possibly, a, that's possibly. Possibility. Yeah. Uh, no pressure.
2: Yeah, but it does weigh mean, an awful volume, lot it? more. It, it's about ten times the weight.
1: I think the scarab does. The scorpion does look like a scarab. It's very beetle-like.
2: It. Well, there's, there's yeah, supposed to it be. That's, that's Yes, Yes. I see your point, I see your point. It hasn't got claws and things. Anyway, m- moving along, some of the things that have claws. Patch notes, patch notes, patch notes. We survived patch, patch day. Notes. Yeah, we survived patch day. Um, so, Amelia, have you updated yet, or have you been far too busy writing?
4: I am literally updating as we speak.
2: Flossie, have you updated yet?
7: Yes, I've updated.
2: And do do we know what was in the patch notes? You know, patches. was it was there anything exciting? Was it was it all Thargoids, or uh, you know patches, patches, eye patches? Yeah, there was knee patches,
6: nicotine patches.
2: Yeah, could nicotine be patches. patch the dog. Yeah.
6: there was there was quite a
1: lot of uh, there was quite a lot of stuff. Yeah, it was kind of thyroid which is fine. That's kind of what you expect at the moment. Um, well.
2: I'm just I'm just rolling them up on the screen at the moment. So the recovery stuff was the first thing they've they've patched, isn't it? You can you can now go and power mm. up settlements to help reduce the yeah, recovery time by a week.
8: Yeah,
1: yeah. that's Finally. the big sale for me because I love doing those missions.
2: So hang on a second. On the basis they don't take very long, and if we have a thousand people do it, is that a thousand weeks shorter? Right.
1: Can I ask you a question, David? Go on then. You just do we it. have a thousand people do that? <laughs>
2: Doing Thargoid stuff, I I don't know. I don't know. Well,
1: yeah, probably. you probably get a lot. Probably get a lot of people shooting them. I don't know about the the missions, but they're a great way to get materials. For those missions, you know, you can pick up some fantastic well, stuff. So, each, you get even each the good stuff you can trade up.
2: Each settlement to recovering system, you can now return the power, and it takes reduce the time taken to recover the system by a week. I'm assuming once a uh, settlement's been done once, that one's marked as done, so it can only get shorter by the number of weeks that there are settlements. Um, it'll be reflected in that system's recovery time shortly after the final settlement has had power restored.
1: Ah, so you have to do them all. Yes. Don't do one. You have to do them all.
2: There are now missions Depending. to restore power, which means you can get you yes. get given the um, the power brick to stick in the thingy. Mm. Yep, uh, the little charging the, battery.
6: I think the apology officer's version of um, helping it recover is put the power on there and then rob it blind before any of the security get back to the. Sorry. Oh, turn
2: it on, then turn it off again. Isn't isn't that an old? Uh, nah, chel- just, just, just no,
6: no, 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 no. Payments
5: for services rendered. No. Yes, yes.
6: Yeah, I've got the authority to give me level three authority. I've got the no, authority. No, no, you took that off the corpse outside the power. Yeah. No, you. Now, they, don't. No, not the recovery you. ones. They give
1: you, yeah, they give you that along with your the uh, your, your power um, regulator.
6: I landed. Yeah, I would regulate up level three because you'll need to go into the building. That's fine, and now I can open everything. I landed in a settlement the other night and uh got shot at on the landing pad, so I thought, right, I'll just yeah, that's a that's so, so I killed them with little from, from orbit landed and thought oh i'll just have a quick run around a see what i a see what I can find. bit I a missed two. of <clears> a little bit of a little bit of a little bit i a anyway, so, so.
1: Yeah. So. Like What I of like to do is of out in one of the one of the um, better provision buildings, and hmm. they'll come running at the door. and You just load, just get around. They don't oh, no, I was halfway across
6: the landing and they, they started shooting at me. And I was like, No, oh, God,
3: back on board. Oh, back how on board. You actually think you're doing rather well, don't you?
6: So, in uh... <laughs> he's gonna get a kick under
0: the table,
2: yeah. <laughs> I keep trying to just dis- yes. Um, Okay, so Thargoid War stuff, and apparently on the on the left-hand panel there's now a these ones are nearly safe, which is really handy for for um 5060's lists, because you get the sort of the top five within twenty diddly-doodils of being saved and rescued. Um, you get some more data when you're being interdicted by Thargoid Scouts. Um, Thargoid interceptors are no longer yet drawn to already detonated caustic generators. I'm assuming those are the, the mines that wander around the maelstrom that yeah, seem to be like uh, nectar for Thargoid interceptors A um, few things broken, but the main thing we saw, and immediately you're, you're yet to see this because you've not logged in yet is, mm. it, to my eye, everything looks a little bit more beautiful I know we reported it that they'd fixed our eyeballs to stop vanishing Thargoids, but I think whatever they've done to stop Thargoids vanishing has had a side effect because playing in four K certainly it does look a lot more beautiful out there.
6: I haven't made it off the scene. I can't put my I finger
2: on why. I mean, chicks, you you spotted this one as
6: well. Yeah, I saw it. It's it's just there's less jaggedness. I, I I just thought yeah, it looks it might it looked nice anyway, but uh, I, they've done something. It just looks.
2: It's yeah. Uh, yeah you or can't or quite put your finger on. Is it smoother or yeah? But there's a yeah. there's a something which looks better that they've not told us about as well. So
4: every,
6: every has time anyone, uh,
4: has anyone taken a peek at it in VR yet? Yeah, been,
6: I was playing VR last week. Oh no, not since the patch. No.
2: So the, well, you can tell us, Amelia, because we we do know that you fly around uh, in VR. I,
4: I haven't seen. Not, I'm literally updating as we speak. So, so we, when you when, when you when crash. you go
2: look at it, and um, yeah, oh, and apparently the Diamondback Scout has been adjusted because it was crushing LRVs, LRVs, SRVs when uh, being deployed because it didn't have quite enough clearance. So uh, Diamondback oh, Scout pilots. You know. There you go. There there's an improvement. Um now we've got some space news this week. Um has, did anybody see this? Apparently Thargoids are visiting. Well there were two bits of interesting news. There was one which was a swirly thing in the sky. Oh. Did you see the swirly it thing was in the sky? Very a swirly thing. Yeah, it was. Oh,
1: is that the was that the mother, mother of Peril cloud?
2: Yes. No, oh, no. no. It, yeah. No, there wasn't no, wasn't that one. Completely different. Um, this was um, somebody mysterious spiral oh. anomaly in in Norwegian sky. Kind no, of, it wasn't. It, it was a, there was a a spiral, strange spiral of light um, over Hawaii, a mysterious blue spiral, uh, which appeared over Hawaii, and um, it did look a bit like one of those, um, you know, jump portals. Yeah okay um and was that jump portal well i'm just i'm just saving off the image here to see whether i can put it up on screen but it was over hawaii and uh a blue swirly shape let me just go to this put it up on screen um it, yeah if you look it up it's sort of over hawaii and it does yeah. look like a, a hyperspace portal or a you know a, um it really does everything
1: Greeny blue turquoisey colour as well, doesn't yeah, it?
2: Yeah, I'm just uh, I'm just trying That's to find a copy. Yeah, um, here we go. I'm just putting it up on screen now for those of us watching on the stream. There you go. There's a picture of the swirly thing, and it really does look like alien invasion or yeah, swir- swirly stuff. Apparently not. <laughs> a stargoid. A stargoid. Um, so yeah, it was moving as a dot across the sky. Uh, it then sort of started ejecting the this arc-like feature, those arms, a bit like spiral galaxy arms. And then a bright dot appeared and, uh, yeah, apparently it wasn't anything exciting. It was Elon Musk.
0: What?
5: <laughs> well, well, they think it was one of his rockets anyway.
2: Well, yeah, something connected to there was a, there was a satellite launch went off at about the same time. So whether it was one of the, the bits firing off and going wee, 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 off into the distance after it had launched its satellites or I think it was a Falcon 9 rocket had gone up. So whether it was... Yeah, it was a Starlink launch. Yeah, debris that's, or...
1: That's very disappointing, isn't it? It still looks very, very pretty, though.
2: Mm. Yeah. Well, New I mean, Zealand apparently spotted that. it in June last year as well. Um, exact same phenomenon shortly after another one of their satellite launches. So, yeah, okay. Um, yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, unfortunately, it was Elon Musk. But, I mean, it's, it's great that space stuff's happening, but, it, you know, hyperspace portals would have been way more cool.
1: Make might still be a hyperspace portal. You yep. don't know what Elon Musk is up to, really.
2: No, no. Well, I
8: continue.
2: did I did put another link up. And, Flossie, I don't know whether you've, you've seen this one because you might be able to go out. You're in a bit of a dark part of the world, aren't you? Up there in the deepest, darkest northeast. Do you get decent skies over there, Flossie? No, it's
7: nearly always raining. It's cloudy. Ah. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: Well, if you do have clear skies at the moment, uh, there is something green in the sky. And no, it's not mm. it's,
1: Yep. That's what I was looking at earlier. I was looking at the wrong picture.
2: Oh, you're looking at that picture, right, okay.
1: I was looking at that, that's why I said it really is very green, and that the one in that picture is very, very blue. Yeah, the one one that
2: you're supposed to be looking at was very, very blue and swirly, this one isn't. This is sort of green and streaky across the sky, kind of. um, Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, what's this one? Comet. A comet?
7: A comet. A
2: newly discovered Comet. Mm. Is it one of these mm. recurring ones that we're going to see next year and you know, Halley's Comet specials? or Well, Maybe not y- next you year might either. have to wait around a little while.
6: 50,000 years.
2: 50,000 years. But apparently it's a brilliant streak of emerald in the sky, um, streaking right across the sky.
5: It's well, only well, just been no, discovered...
1: No, but if you're expecting a brilliant streak of emerald in the sky, you're going to be very disappointed.
5: Oh, so. <laughs> if you have a good telescope or a decent pair of binoculars, binoculars it's yeah. it's quite a quite an enjoyable visible streak of green in the sky. If,
6: you, yes. if you've got v- apart from the very dark skies, so if you live somewhere nice and remote with with clear skies, you'll, you you could see it with a naked eye, but it'll be a bit of a yeah. blur. A well like uh, yeah, apparently a, it's Andromeda.
1: even using the Mark one point one eyeball. It's it's all of forty
2: one million kilometres away. Um it was this Wednesday, I think. It originates in yeah. the Oort Ur- cloud, the Urt cloud. A collection oh, of icy bodies at the edge the of the solar system.
6: Hmm.
2: Yeah. Um, to find it, they suggest you search for the pole star, which is always in the same place in the sky. Uh, you can only find the pole star by looking a pole star by looking directly north and locating a star that hangs distinctly by itself. Then use free planetarium software online. That would be Google Sky Map um, to determine know, where the you comet
6: use heavens above. Heavens above. Could use yeah. S- absolutely. Stellarium. Or you could
2: use Apparently, the early hours That's of choices. Thursday morning, when the moon My has set. Sky- yeah, this morning was a good time to see it. Um, apparently, C slash 2022 E3 brackets ZTF. Just to keep the age of 50 5060s happy, it has got a long, complicated name. Um, but yeah, it'll be 50,000 years before it comes back. And that's. Yeah, if you've got clear skies, you've got some binoculars, go have a look.
6: Mm. Mm.
2: Other than that, um, what else have we got here? Oh, we've got mug winners. Mug winners. Now, uh, Flossie, have you got, uh, you've got a name ready to pull out the hat if somebody's got a drum roll handy?
7: Yep, I have. <laughs> got a cheese roll. This week's muck winner is Shea Blackwood.
2: Woohoo! Congratulations, Commander good Shea Blackwood. Well done. Yes, so so Shea Blackwood delivered 10 mugs and 10 gin within the last week. May have done many, many others as well, but at least that many, um, to stations that hadn't had them yet to keep them safe from mods, because if you don't, people end up sounding like a bit like me. Um, and then the names go in the hat, and Intarius's hamsters sort of throw one of the names out the hat each week, and then Shea Blackwood needs to drop an email over to... What's the email address again?
7: I took part
2: at com, And they need to prove that they're them. You know, a, a cockpit shot showing commander name, something like that. And provide us with delivery details. We're glad to say that deliveries have now resumed. Uh, international deliveries as yep. well. Uh, the backlog is being cleared by Commander Psycho Thank you very much to Commander Psycho Cal for, for dealing with deliveries for us. Um, there's a note here d- 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 below this one. Do we want to do this one now or around the results time?
5: Well, we can mention the existence of it now without actually revealing the results. So, yeah, I mean, we had
2: a superstar visit to Hutton Orbital um, three times, I think, in the in the last week, uh, as um, a, a certain well-known commander from the Pilots' Federation decided to join in with Too Hot Too Messy. The hamster wrangler himself, uh, Dom, Mr Corner, he of Dom's Corner... Actually, he took it upon himself to go out to Hutton three times, and uh, apparently he, he got out there once, he bought a shipload of mugs and gin, he went across to a system, misjudged the amount of gravity on a world, and there are 12 mugs and 12 gins scattered across the surface of a planet, at which point he had to fly back, but then he realised that his time was being logged and it was terrible, so he went back again to try and get a better time, Apparently. But yes, so uh, Dom Corner has been taking part in the Too Hot, Too Messy this week. Yay Mm, for Dom. Well, now that he's uh, sort of retired from doing Elite-related things and moved on to other projects, he's now got more time Mm. for Elite. Yeah, which seems backwards, but anyway. Um, Right, uh, Apology Officer. Yeah?
1: Do we have a word of the week this week? We actually do have a word of the week this week. And the word of the week this week is titty nope. A what? Titty nope. A titty yes.
8: nope? Yes. Nobody tell that
5: beef.
1: Yes. Titty nope. Oh. It's a little, a little quantity of something left over. Could we get a doggy bag? No. Like a just a titty nope left. I
4: like that word. I
1: like that <laughs> word. Uh, it sounds rude, but it's not. It's not.
2: It's not actually rude. We can broadcast that before the no watershed. One can,
1: no, one can get, yeah, no one can
7: get you for it. Oh, we've been raided. <laughs> Have we been
1: raided? Who raided us? People? Anyway. I, Lots
5: of people. I suppose. Hello. Yeah, I suppose. Oh, no, 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 seven. And uh, 70 odd people. Wow. Oh, well, <laughs> ha- ha- hello. Wow. There's a raid. Somebody call security quick. Oh,
2: goodness. <laughs> Oh well, hello. So
4: we're yeah. we're getting the the titty nope of someone else's
7: stream.
2: Yeah, well, exactly the the see, little bit I that's left 70, over. Mm-hmm. Seventy views is more well, than a titty
7: nope.
2: <laughs> well, see, they've turned up just in time to hear some of the best part of the show, and some of the um yeah maybe maybe yeah. not not as best part of the show. Oh, one thing I forgot to check before we went on air was whether we do have um a, a galnet coming up later from Commander Wotherspoon...
1: Do, do we know whether we do? You, you, you may want to look into that? Yeah, I might yeah, want to check that before we move. Yeah. Why will you do that? while you do that? I have something which will keep everybody entertained. Oh dear.
4: Are you sure? Are you sure this? Are you yeah. Year? Oh
1: yeah. This is this is this is the thing. What's the anteater name is dog? Um,
6: Fred Rex George Ardbark. Albert, Albert. I'm trying advert! very hard to be
3: impressed. It's rather difficult. It appears that we so do have a galnet, with, but I keep hoping. <laughs> You're going to keep advert! hoping an
2: awful long time. You really are, right? Somebody, uh,
3: please
1: show Albert with me. Albert, well,
2: Somebody, somebody, really, really. Wow. Uh, I'm just looking. Well, apparently we do have a galnet news thingy coming for later in the the show. Um, I'm also trying to find out whether, whether, Flossie, in, in a minute though, mm-hmm. have you got, I mean, CGs have been a bit sort of hit and miss for the last few, uh, last few weeks. Uh, have we got content from you coming up in a minute?
7: Yes, you have, yes.
2: Oh, that's good. Um, it, lots. Is there extra huff? <laughs>
7: um, well, this one
0: CG.
2: It's just, oh, one one CG. Well, um, I'm just putting your images into the system here. So if you're if you vaguely ready, I can queue that one up. Um, right. Well, somebody needs to find the website with the aardvark stuff and shut it down before next Thursday because I'm not sure I'm going to survive anymore. There's, there's got to be something in the Geneva Convention we can use. But yeah. we're, <laughs> we're going to bury all of those traumatic memories and we're going to hand over to Flossie now um, with the CG
9: news.
0: It's flossy, it's flossy,
8: it's flossy, it's
0: flossy, and the community goes.
7: Hello, Flossy here with History, CG News. There were no CG's last week, so on to this week. One new CG, help Kumo Council defend the California Nebula. The Kumo crew is marshalling the defence of the California Nebula by offering rewards for eliminating Thargoid vessels. The Kumo Council, the Syndicate's ruling body, assumed control of several systems that were recently invaded by Thargoid fleets. Independent pilots have been asked to take part in anti xeno initiatives within the region, which are being coordinated from the Mictian Megaship, Micta, Mictlan Megaship. Harrison Gladstone of the Turner Research Group, which represents the Alliance in the California Nebula, made a formal protest. We are not happy about defence initiatives being funded by a ruthless criminal gang. These pirates are using the Thargoid attacks to expand their illegal activity, thus jeopardising our factions, scientific and commercial interests. Several of our ports in the area are now under Kumo Crew emergency protections, as they've termed it. This is an illegal occupation of Allied territory. In response, Arkandelain claimed, “Taking charge of local security forces is necessary to form an effective anti-geno militia. If the allies cares so much about this region, why where are their warships? We're doing Mahon’s job for him. The colonists here will soon understand our decision is the correct one. The Kumo Council has agreed to reimburse all thyroidid combat bands, Bonds handed in at the MiClan in California sector HR-W D1-28. As an additional incentive, the Kumo Council is offering paint job rewards to participating pilots. The top 75% of participants will receive a pirate faction green paint job for the ASP Scout. The top 50% of participants will also receive a Pirate Faction Purple paint job for the Alliance Chieftain. And the top 25% of participants will also receive a Pirate Faction Rose paint job for the Create Phantom. The campaign began today, 2nd of February, and will run for one week. And if the final target is met early in plan, the campaign will end immediately. To earn rewards, you must sign up as an active participant before handing in Pilots Federation Combat Bonds at the Mixlan in California sector HRWD 1-28 system. And that's it for this week's CG News. Plus, told you what to do.
1: And now we hand over to the two Ronnies of news, they are the faces of Galnet for players across the galaxy. It's Witherspoon and Beetlejuice with the Galnet News Digest.
9: news digest second of february 3309 we read the news so you don't have to in this week's news there are new bits to bolt onto your spaceship the kumo crew presses on in the california nebula despite massive setbacks and Aiden alba and ashling get together to discuss a renewed aegis On Friday 27th January, the Azimuth Size 3 Weapon Stabiliser became available a day later than planned. This module allows one extra AX weapon to be added to ship loadouts, and comes courtesy of the people who brought the Thargoid War to the bubble. It's a great addition for folk who don't mind buying their equipment from genocidal lunatics. The release was, however, overshadowed by an unannounced and far more useful upgrade. Professor Palin released an improved Xenoscanner that allows you to probe your chosen alien victim without actually having to rub noses with them. Also on Friday, the Kumo crew took over three Alliance stations in the California Nebula, saying they wanted to protect them from the Thargoids. The Alliance did nothing at all to prevent this, but several groups of commanders started planning the takeback. On the 30th, Admiral Aidan Tanner resigned from the Federal Navy. He said this was because bureaucracy was getting him down, but it sounds suspiciously like he's planning to get the old gang back together with Albert Ezra and a day later a surprise entrant into the anti-Xeno arena, Princess Ashling Duval, persuaded the Emperor to let her allocate Imperial resources to discussing the re-establishment of Aegis, the one anti-Xeno organisation without a track record of attempted genocide, and of killing innocent people in the pursuit of its goals. People thought Aegis was a reincarnation of the evil Inra of old, but it turns out that it's Azimuth Biotech that can trace its operations back to Inra. Yesterday, on the 1st of February, mass-murderers Azimuth Biotech released the second larger version of its AX weapon stabiliser a day early, thus cancelling out the lateness of the previous one. Now people who don't mind being associated with homicidal maniacs can fit six AX weapons to their ship. Finally, earlier today, after taking six days to think about it, the Kumo Council decided to wage war on the Thargoids to chase them away from its newly acquired ex alliance bases in the California Nebula. However, by the time the initiative was announced, all but one of the ex alliance bases had become ex-Kumo crew as well, and were back in the hands of the Alliance. So it appears the Kumo crew has nothing to gain from its attempted takeover in the California Nebula. Meanwhile, the Kumo Crew's home territories in the Pegasi sector are being ravaged by the Thargoids of the Raijin Maelstrom, and there's a very real possibility that Archon Delane and the Kumo Crew could end up homeless. And that's this week's Galnet News Roundup. Galnet News, we read the news so you don't have to.
4: Thank you, Commanders Beetlejude and Watherspoon. And now over to the Emo Phillips of results. They are the feces of Hutton Helper for truckers across the galaxy. With a face like a well scalped arse, it's Mia Harkness with the Hutton Helper results. <laughs>
1: Welcome to the Hutton Helper Results. Helper Results are sponsored by the Hutton Helper, the only third-party resource with a big colourful patch and some notes. This week we have the following events. The I want a space pony cup. The the everything I've ever dreamed of. The no space cheese. this game. The deja vu trophy. The weeping saltless charity shield. The it's sad, but the game is dying. Spectacular. The Maintenance Mode Awards. So, the and Helper results are... A little circle, square thing with a circle in it. Dot, star, black dot, white dot. Jumped 51,000 light years to come first in distance travelled. Fish 2193, sold 104,000 tonnes of cargo. Montgomery Python is, this, is top mission runner this week again. With 536 mission points. And again. Alex Zuno has handed in. 888,888,888 888, 888, 888 credits worth of bounties. Attic 2 handed in. 3 billion credits worth of combat bonds. And Miet 11 delivered 4,772 people to their various destinations. Miet 11. Please let us know who you are. We want to give you a decal. So. Decals for, uh, small circle, square thing with a circle in it, dot, star, black, circle, white circle, fish, two, one, nine, three, Meat at lemon, and turkey mouse for our mind. Well, I took part at HutterOrbital.com and arranged to collect your Huttony decal kit. This week consists of A Mountain of Salt, a Sudoku book to keep you busy during Patch Day, and the Panther Clipper. Wow. Clipper lighter. There have been eleven hut and runs in the last seven days, and the top five are Jay Blackwood 1 hour 23 minutes 20 seconds Bandicoot 1 hour 23 minutes forty-eight seconds Norbert Pattenod 1 hour twenty-three minutes and forty-nine seconds D Connor I know that name D Connor got <laughs> there in one hour twenty-four minutes and twelve seconds. At twenty four minutes and thirteen seconds. Now, there is a whole galaxy of stuff out there needing Desalerated, sugled, defrosted, exploded, launched rung in first first footed, decked with bows of holly, motivated, evacuated, unfriended, dejected, manhandled or woman smeared deflected, derogated, emphasized, sniffled, snuffled. Flip-flopped, mistranslated to and from Spanish, chilled, mugged, ginned, wrapped up with a pretty bow, got rescued, having the immersion, ruined, battered and deep-fried, repaired, destroyed, but sold, squeezed inflated, bumped and liquidated, evaporated, smelled, licked, discombobulated, recombobulated, head-butted, rubbed down, compressed, enveloped, strained, fermented, mudderised with an S, and upcycled, violently downcycled, disallowed, re after consulting VER. Smelted, loved, adored and probinated And if you do it cunningly You can fetch yourself a very, hutching, a very fetching hot decal for doing it To get involved You just have to go to hotdogforthemug.com And download or sign up for the spectacular hut helper Available in three slimming formats Let's face it, anything has to be better than saying you're leaving the game then hanging around to see if anyone notices you've gone And they haven't Anyway, that's it for this week. Back to Studio 5.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Cunningly seamless.
1: Cunningly.
2: Thank you very much to the apology officer. And it turns out that one of our winners is actually in chat at the moment and has gone woot a lot. So congratulations. Is it me at 11? No, no, it'd be it'd be the fish. The, the, the fish has said woot stickers and oh, stuff. Oh, the fish! Yay! Yay!
0: Woot, Woo! Woot.
2: Well, well, Yay! well done. Thanks, yes.
1: stickers for your ship.
2: Right, so it's, it's. I suppose having done that bit, it's about time we get into one of the more dangerous parts of the show. Uh, Amelia, are you sort of ready for this one?
4: Ready to rock.
2: Yeah, you laugh in the face of danger. I do. And generally try and eat it, lick it, yeah, whatever.
4: All the things.
2: Anyway, uh, well, we do have a special intro for you this week. And for those of you that were listening carefully earlier, you do have um, a co-presenter, sort of i do hopefully i've wired up all the buttons properly
4: fingers crossed
2: fingers crossed but anyway um yes well i'm, I'm gonna say um special guest presenter uh, with amelia please
3: you are about to listen to amelia hawk she tries all the galaxy's most dangerous rare items so you don't have to for that intro. Charmed.
4: Right. Um, I'm off to the old worlds, partly as they're safer from Thargoid invasion at the moment, and partly as I've not been here in a while. I've been given a computer escort for the afternoon, and I've programmed in our destination. He's, uh, he's, um, my guide. Hello. Well... I'm looking forward to this one. You sit tight there whilst I get on with it.
3: My cup runneth over with delight, but let's fill it up the next time with a good scotch.
4: Mm-hmm. Mm, okay. Um, DeSo, famous throughout the galaxy along with Lave as one of the old homes of spacefaring humanity and the home of the planet Birmingham World. Unsurprisingly, For the heart of the earliest expansions of humanity out into the galaxy, after we'd left our own solar system behind and decided that we liked everywhere else far better, Diso is an agricultural planet. At one time, heralded as the breadbasket for humanity, the earliest settlers had to battle one significant problem. Fucking humans. Uh, No, no. It wasn't that their accent from Mid-Britain was utterly unintelligible to anyone else in the galaxy. It was the atmosphere. Birmingham world, whilst being high in nitrogen, a key component in manufactured and natural microbe-based fertilisers, is astonishingly low in oxygen. Earth plants didn't thrive in this atmosphere, and due to the toxic effects of the microbes on the soil, whilst local plants thrived, none were good to eat. Stick a chunk of diso pineapple in your mouth and it's likely you'll, well, die. A most horrible death as your insides turn into outsides and your face pinches up as a result of the incredibly sour taste. Diso rice is used as a poison throughout the galaxy, usually at imperial dinner parties where a spoonful of it is mixed in with juro rice and leaves diners needing immediate medical attention. The early colonizers, however, created agricultural biomes using the nitrogen-rich environment and farmed oxygen to create protected and lush fields of, well, just about anything you would want to grow. Diesel bio biome-grown avocados smashed on toast, well, that was a fad for many years. There is one crop that managed to grow outdoors on the planet, evolving at an incredible rate corn good old-fashioned ears of corn in small clumps where people had dropped their tuna and sweet corn sandwiches the innocuous plant formed a symbiotic relationship with the local micro population and in tandem they thrived shorter and stockier than the varieties grown on earth with thick dense heads atop woody stumps Tiso ma corn the ma bit is uh branding exercise and refers to the sweet old lady on the outside of the tins. It's every bit as edible, indigestible and sweet as its earth grown cousin. Grass. Why is it always grass? It's so dull. Shush. It it, it isn't grass. It's corn. Corn on the cob, sweet corn, corn flour, cream corn, fast frozen packets of corn. Good for putting on bruises if you've not got a bag of peas, you name it, it can be made from this variety. There is a problem, however, um, and the bat-eared ones amongst you might have spotted the obvious submission. Before I name it, though, this corn is rare, and there's a good reason. You can't grow it in anything than really small plots, more than, say, 20 plants in one location, not to be seen on the planet. The action of the alien microbes, part of the oxygen-nitrogen cycle for the plant, leaves a dusty film over the ears of the Ma corn. In fact, shake one and an incredibly fine chalk-like powder puffs into the air. In itself, it's delicious, and it's said that some chefs even dust their corn on the cob concoctions with the dust before serving, as it acts like a strong flavor enhancer. They boil the corn. They they definitely don't barbecue it or grill it. Once tender, they dust back with the diesel corn powder and serve. And a long lick sets you up for a fancy and sumptuous flavour explosion. The little bits of corn pop in your mouth satisfyingly and are incredibly sweet and nutritious. The powder, unfortunately, has a side effect. That means you should absolutely not grow these in big fields or barbecue them or light anything anywhere near them. Uh, As many school kids know, and the technician from the woodworking class, fine powders of any sort in the right concentration are explosive. Custard powder or talc puffed into the air, well, one match and boom. These ears are covered in it. Grow a whole field of them and with a stiff breeze and even the slightest source of ignition and you've got a crater and a faint width of popcorn. Oh, that reminds me, never I and make popcorn with these. The first one reaches critical temperature and pops satisfyingly, then jumps, puffing the diesel macorn particles into the air, then whoomph, the entire cinema looks like a war zone. The small clusters of the plants are very carefully harvested at the right time, vacuum-packed for sending to chefs throughout the galaxy and placed in bomb-proof containers. Only small amounts each day, and there aren't warehouses or stockpiles. Disowns learned that lesson after a couple of events that, classed, that that were classed as, well, extinction-level explosions. They were narrowly avoided. But if you can get some and you can find a chef prepared to risk losing a hand cooking it, you're in for a very rare and tasty treat from Dieso. This is Amelia Hawke reporting from Birmingham World, and uh, I- I- I'm off to reset my computer as I, I think it's trying to kill me with corn.
3: Put it in a burger for the vegans.
2: Thank you very much, <laughs> Amelia. I don't know what's more dangerous—the the corn or your uh, companion on that one.
4: <laughs> Eli is lovable once you get to know him.
2: When he's trying, we're well, not
3: trying to, to, to kill you.
4: Well, there's that. Yeah. We're just. But Amelia. we don't hold that against him.
3: I'm most gratified. I'm not human. Well. hard <laughs> with that brush, I can think of no greater insult. <laughs> okay, <coughs> now he's just being mean. It's...
4: He mean, he means well. <laughs> well I'm, I'm I'm not. No, in... I don't think he does. I'm
2: pretty sure.
5: Yeah, yeah. Anyway, yes. Um, he's he, just he, having
2: he... fun. He, he, he's what? He's
5: just having fun. Fuck
0: off. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh dear. Okay, you've upset him now. You've upset him now. Anyway <laughs> um, for anybody that was the, 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 the was there was wondering, yes, um he Eli. It does come with parental um what is it? Explicit parental advisory. advisory. Yes. Um and in fact if you're easily offended, don't um you should hear what he says when your ship dies. Uh, I mean, we asked him to you know a, a few important things well, obviously we asked him about Hutton which he 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 commented on earlier we 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 name dropped a few people and just sort of asked him like so you know uh, pick up i don't know pick somebody out there in the galaxy we we can ask him about them i don't know LCU I mean, a more friendly, happy person you could not find than LCU. So you ask Eli about LCU.
1: He's living his best life.
3: Absolutely. And the answer comes back. LCU? Why would anyone clone him? One's bad enough, but a whole ship full of them? Fuck that.
2: (laughs) What did you... But well, do you know he's just saying okay, what we're all I'm thinking. All he's just saying point. what we're all thinking. Well, of course, LCU works for um, Canon Interstellar, so we, we, we fed him a bit like that. What is that that chat GPT that um, that what the dude and middle thing um, did the oh, other week? Yeah? yeah You sort of feed stuff in the front and you see what comes out. So we fed Canon Interstellar and science into the computer,
3: and this comes out. Canon Interstellar. They wrote the textbook on science in the galaxy, the definitive guide. Of course, it's already out of date, but that's where you come in. Do you know that that's a bit too polite?
4: See, yeah. he has a good side.
2: He does have a good side. Yeah, He obviously, he obviously likes Canon Interstellar, but just not that LCU fellow. So, so, yeah, um, that, basically that's what we were doing. We were just in a studio um, listening to, listening to um, the, the voice actor Eli John uh, have an enormous laugh for about an hour and a half. Uh, for loads of new content, which is going to be coming soon, brackets trademark, where you can indeed have him insult you just the way he's insulted us. Well, actually, he's helpful. You turn off that bit. You just sort of say, no, don't do that bit. Just do the helpful bit. But if you do like a bit of fun, you can then turn on the, the sweary, insulting bit. And then when you get blown up, he, he he tells you off and tells you quite how badly your ship is um, fubar. That kind of thing, you know. And there's some bonus new stuff that we can't even talk about yet, but coming soon. Brackets trademark. Mm. Suffice to say, we showed him a load of flashcards of things and said, what does that look like? And then let him go. That, that's, a, that's about the size of it. Anyway, um, right. Do we have anything else for this week? Flossie, so we, there was some cg going on. Yes. Over in California.
7: Yeah, in California. But it
2: yeah. all sounds like a nasty fight over there. The Kumo Burgers are fighting the whatever, you know?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yep. Um, and then Commander Chicks are too hot, too messy. Obviously, Thargoids have put rather a dampener on things. You
6: sounded like a seal for a minute. What
2: was that? Thargoids have put rather a no, dampener. I no, mean, well,
6: what, what did the apology officer just
2: say? <laughs> there was a seal loose in the studio. Oh, right. It's balancing I a ball on it its nose.
6: David was going, ah, 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 ah. Oh, I see um yes. yeah i'm not I'm not I, sure I was because it's a, of a wholesale but it, it's a very <laughs> shut up it's a very different kind of gameplay isn't it it um, is I suppose fixing systems and rescuing people is is got some similarities to delivering mugs and things, but shooting flower people is very different than. Basically. But it I'm gives
2: people Amazon. something else to do, doesn't it? You know, yeah, like I don't yeah, want to shoot the flower people. I am not going to the California Nebula. Uh, yeah. No, I don't want to ship a million tons of Space Invaders consoles. What can I do? Or let's go visit 20, 30, 40 systems this week.
6: Or let's scan 5,000 water worlds. That's much more fun.
2: Yeah, or let, let's stick my probanator in some more bacteria.
6: Well, you know what happened last time? yes yeah
2: we had to decontaminate you um, so so yeah it, it provides an alternative thing to do and you know it'll get mm. done when it gets done you know it's it's but, one of those the things game's,
6: the game's dying isn't
2: it uh, yeah, not enough not mode. enough weeks oh, in the year not enough years order. in the decades yeah. yeah exactly yes yeah far too much to do and if you can't find anything to do you can go and do this how about that mm.
6: Or that, or that, or this, or even that, or this. Or
0: whatever. Yeah. No. else. Well, so talking of that, I mean, I was, I was catching... was catching entirely.
2: We, we had a nice little wing session with Commander Wingnut uh, earlier in the week where I had decided to take a Type 9, I bought a, a Type 9 because I didn't have one handy. I filled it up with tritium, took the shields off, stripped the entire thing out, tried to fly back to my carrier, and then pirates killed me. So I had to get in touch with Commander's Waller and Wingnut and say, Help! Uh, I I know I was perfectly capable of doing it myself and getting a proper ship, but I thought, no, I'm not going to give up on this. This Type 9 is going to make it to my carrier. So we did have a couple of Hutton truckers come out in some combat ships and escort me, one of those missing escort missions that you have to make up for yourself, uh, to my carrier, and uh, helpfully destroyed a few pirates en route. We narrowly always
6: broke, because you keep losing T9 loads of uh, tritium.
2: Well, something like that, yeah. (laughs) But I did scan a few things on the ground, which, you know anyway the um, so so they did that and thank you very much to commanders uh, Waller and Wingnut for lending me a hand there was a near incident that was nearly an apology officer job when the police interdicted oh. us for a routine scan and we got a bit trigger happy and we were all yelling abort abort don't oh, shoot no. and luckily we got away with it and he didn't take offence uh, also one of the three of us was heavily wanted by the federation as well so there was a no oh, you distract him yeah, I'll hide you know. yeah you know that sort of thing. So, look, um, <laughs> um, I do understand that uh, Atrus 5060 might be putting together a few dates in the diary for getting together to do wing things of the um, shoot-the-flower-people variety. Do keep an eye on the Thyroid channel on the Discord and the Facebook page for messages from Atrus 5060, because there's the opportunity to get together, have a bit of banter, and shoot uh, flower-people together, if you really want to do that. That should be coming up in the next uh, few weeks. Um other than that I won't be here next week. Cuz I'm off to the Bosphorus. Hooray, I
0: mean,
2: yeah. Hey, I'm no, I'm off to the Bosphorus next week. The Bosphorus. Oh, the Bosphorus. I'm a for that these Bosphorus. days. Yep. In uh, Istanbul.
4: oh wow. Not Constantinople,
2: Not Constantinople. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I line it up and you all knock it down at once. Yeah, so I'll be off to um, so um Litho is it you or is it the uh, is it Josh next week?
5: i don't know probably me i'm not sure i think i think it's one of josh's busy weeks so
2: all right well we'll make sure we've got a few words for you to um discombobulate and recombobulate, and um throw out there um we're looking forward to the next updates of the pilots federation including having our carriers back online so we can put things in them and take them off them again i think there's a, a minor error with that one so that may well be landing in the next week as well other than that now here's a warning we've got a bunch of people who did uh, maybe they've they've all cleared off now i'm just going to check whether all of our um our raiders are uh, some of our raiders uh, some of the raiders are still here now if you've not listened to this show Jesus. before there's, there's, there's a there's a couple of things number one you missed all the news at the start well it's going to be uploaded to the YouTube channel um, to to watch again at some point overnight tonight and it'll be available tomorrow so you can catch up on all the bits you missed but also for the benefit of our our new listeners if there are any um, there's about to be an awful lot of noise in your ears, so if you're wearing earphones if you've got them right plugged into mm-hmm. your ear canals and you're worried about damaging your hearing, I really, really, really do suggest you move them away from your ears, just for the next minute or so, you're not going to miss anything important Um you'll hear it anyway you're going to hear it anyway, just, just l- trust me, just, yeah. move them just open your window and you'll hear it away from your ears right <laughs>
0: Oh no journey too long and no cargo too small the profit margins never really mattered at all we're gonna take the cargo where it's needed today super cruising all across the milky way we'll take anything anytime and i Crash into the sun, swivel like the pilot on the Xbox One, Alvin at the front. You know, he leads as well. Truck and
3: There is nothing wrong in admitting that you're average or even a little limited, you know. When you do manage to achieve something even vaguely significant, everyone will be all that more impressed.
7: Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's the end of the show. Everyone's booked off now, so why don't you her off too?